morning. I borrowed my sermon title from one of my mentors, a professor on my doctoral committee, Dr. Maurice Friedman. Maurice was mentored and befriended by the existential philosopher Martin Buber, well known for his concept of I and thou relationship. He was Buber's chief biographer and wrote several books developing Buber's thought and theories of his own. It's easy to think of confirming otherness in someone very different, ethnically or religiously. But in fact, we are all other to each other. Uber says, The men with whom I am bound up in the body politic and with whom I have directly or indirectly to do are essentially other than myself. This one or that one does not have merely a different mind or way of thinking or feeling or a different conviction or attitude, but also a different perception of the world. I wish his otherness to exist because I wish his being to exist. So in the family and in the community and clearly in the larger society where it is increasingly obvious that we are diverse, we have otherness. If we were truly to learn how to confirm what is different in another person or group, we would surely have learned a major lesson in love. For me, confirmation has two parts. First, it means I say yes to the being of the other in her uniqueness, in spite of our differences and disagreements. Secondly, it means I maintain a gentle curiosity about who that person is at his very center and keep seeking to know him. So how do we treat each other so each will feel confirmed? Nothing makes me feel more loved than when a friend or family says or does something that lets me know they really know me as I know myself. Sometimes it comes in the form of a gift or an invitation. One year, a friend I hadn't known very well uh, for very long gave me a small sculpture of people in a circle around a candle. Some of you have probably seen that in my office. I felt known and blessed. This guy gets me and my love for community and circles of sharing. But sometimes it's just a word or a wink or a smile across the room. In the family, of course, it starts with the parents. At the center of Friedman's thought and practice is dialogue. In fact, he founded the Institute of Dialogical Psychotherapy in San Diego. 
I have, an, I have often used the ability to sustain dialogue as a prime criterion of mental health. It involves sharing thoughts and feelings and being truly present in listening with eye contact to the other. Sounds simple, but we all know it can be difficult when there's been hurt and conflict. There must be an ongoing commitment to keep the dialogue going, as well as a deep interest in the being of the other. Children need to be confirmed in their existence from birth. It's pretty easy when you can cuddle them and coo at them. Harder when they begin to assert their own individuality. I work with a group of parents who have adopted special needs children, most of whom have been abused in their birth families or their foster families. Their self-concept makes it very hard for them to receive confirmation. One of the mistakes some of the parents make is to be very permissive in order to try to make up for their past then they complain the child doesn't respect them. One woman who has five children, four of them being adopted, special needs adopted children, says that she realized when she began this that she needed to have a lot of structure. At the table, nobody eats until all the plates are served. The children are required to use good manners, even those old-fashioned expressions yes, ma'am, and no, sir. Thus, having established a context of respect, she's free to be affectionate and affirm their uniqueness in a lot of ways. I love that because even in the best of families, it's really hard to affirm the uniqueness of a child who's always stirring up trouble. But it is essential to their healing and their well-being. In this community, we've talked a lot about direct communication and reaching out to those we don't know. We'll talk about this afternoon. Here at FCC, we have a lot of talented and giving folks. We do express appreciation from time to time. Probably not enough to feel And there is need. Even with individuals who seem to be sailing along with confidence, we all need nurture and signs that we belong. We have to be intentional and also call on our inner creativity to discover the uniqueness in those we have known and those we are just getting to know. There's a quotation that I've used frequently in my work with families, and I think it works with communities as well. It is from Otto Pollack, a family systems theorist. Every family member must get enough to feel that the world is a place to be trusted, that he is a person that adds to the trustworthiness of the world, and that others in the world have the right to receive as well as to give and therefore cannot be used as objects of exploitation. Now to the greater society out there, which is becoming increasingly, increasingly diverse in this city. 
This is where my current energy flows. I despise the idea of white supremacy and the fact that the United States allowed only eight refugees in 2017, whereas there were 800 in 2016, one of them being our Gennady. It breaks my heart that my African, one of my African-American clients has to worry constantly about his 21-year-old son who's doing extremely well in college despite being... He's a young black male, an endangered species. I think Starbucks did the right thing by having a day off for sensitivity training after those two innocent black men were detained for no reason. We need a lot more of that. We know that when people get to know each other, prejudice wanes. So we need to figure out how to promote diversity in all our organizations. I worked for Harmony School for four years, probably the most diverse population I have experienced in my life. I never heard one student put another down on the basis of ethnic or religious orientation. Some might like more diversity in this congregation. It's up to us to make that happen. I don't know what it feels like to be black or to be a new. I've experienced some of the prejudice of being a woman and to some extent, of being an old woman. But I have been absolutely blown away since I've been using a cane and walker about the rush of people who raced to my aid on the grocery store parking lot. People come and help me put my groceries in the car. And if I'm using one of those little motorized carts, they say, is there anything I can do? Can I reach something for you? gives me a feeling of oneness I've never had in the world. Each part of this message has so much more that could be said, but I just wanted to make one point. Every one of us needs to be confirmed in our special being. To have someone say yes to the individual we know ourselves to be. It may not always be easy, but we can do this if we're intentional, live in faith. This is my last counseling ministry Sunday since I will be retiring. I vowed when I took this position that I would never preach. I have broken that vow several times, as you know. Thanks for the memories of many good experiences with various of my team over the years.